everyone. I want to start today's episode by explaining um, what the topic is going to be about. And in particular, I want to go ahead and cover the definition as the Library of Britannica mentions it is, just so that that way you come in knowing a little bit more. So today we're going to be covering the Barnum Effect, also known as the Foyer Effect, if um, you say it that way, or Four Effect. Um, so this in psychology is a phenomenon that occurs when an individual believes that the personality descriptions apply specifically to them, more so than other people. Despite that, the fact that the description is actually filled with information that applies to everyone. The effect means that people are gullible because they think the information is about them only, when in fact, the information is generic. So the Barnum effect came from the phrase often attributed, perhaps falsely, uh, to showman uh, P.T. Barnum, that a sucker is born every minute. That is his most uh, prolific and most popular uh, quote attributed to him. Now we see this Barnum effect used in, with psychics, horoscopes, magicians, palm readers, crystal ball gazers, also as uh, we previously mentioned in the episode, it's also something that false psychologists use in order to determine uh, if they understand the person. In other words, they don't understand you, they're just saying that they do by saying one of these Barnum quote-unquote effect uh, example lines or throw lines. Uh, they convince people that the description of them is highly special and unique and could never apply to anyone else, when in reality they probably use that line more than once. This Barnum effect has also been studied and used in psychology in multiple ways. One way has been to create feedback for participants in psychological experiments who read it and believe it was created personally for them. And the reason for this is that the feedback works as it's seen as a unique descriptor of an individual person is because the information is in fact generic and could apply to anyone. So they're tricked during these experiments and often see this Barnum effect being used. So this is a little bit about what the Barnum effect is and why I hope at this point you're interested in seeing how this discussion opens up and continues. But I'll leave the judgment up to you. I hope I don't sound too dry because I don't mean to come across that way. It's just it's an interesting subject and I end up pondering as I read a lot. So that's where the pauses come from. Either way, please enjoy this episode. Uh, I wanted to cover something today and I hope the listeners uh, find it interesting. Let me ask you something, Demonic. Have you ever heard of the Barnum effect? I have not. Would you like to enlighten me? Uh, actually, I thought you knew something about it. All right. Well, this makes it harder. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I have. I just wanted. I just wanted you to be smart. Um, well, make you seem smart. Uh, the little bit that I know about it is, um, how do I put it in my words? Um, how about you're this? Classi- you're classifying yourself as a certain thing, like the little, the little. Um, example that i saw was uh horoscopes and like your signs and all this and all that how about is like my little explanation of it that's good that's actually that's pretty good explanation i was gonna put it in one word gullibility gullibility being gullible being gullible is someone who's easy to fool right 
So the Barnum effect is named after P.T. Barnum. He was a showman who declared that there's a sucker born every minute. That's his most famous quote. Okay. So he found many ways to separate suckers, as he called them, from gullible people. He separated gullible people and suckers into two different categories. And in both categories, he separated them both from one common thing. What do you think that is? Uh, I wouldn't know. So suckers and gullible people both have one thing. Ching, ching. That, oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> he wasn't that, you know, he wasn't that of an in, in, uh, insightful man, but what he wanted was money. And he could get it from these people, right? And here's the, here's the problem with this idea, because everyone is a sucker and everyone is gullible to a certain degree, right? So the Barnum effect, as it was named, is a psychological term that refers to the gullibility of people. For example, when they read descriptions of themselves by personality, mm, I'm trying to think of how to say it better. Um, so imagine you read a description of yourself, and by personality we mean the ways in which people are different and unique. So however, it is possible to give everyone the same description and people nevertheless rate the description as a very, very accurate description of themselves. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So in case someone is listening, they don't know what that could mean. Imagine you you go to a psychologist. Imagine you go to a fortune teller. And they give you one of the following descriptions. <clears throat> Number one, you have a great need for other people to like and admire you. Or number two, I'm going to read the list. It might be easier this way. Uh, you'll find one of these that I'm going to show you how great I know you, demonic. Okay. You have a great deal of unused capacity, which you have not turned into your advantage. But not all. That's not all, man. Not only are you disciplined and self-controlled on the outside, you tend to be worrisome and insecure on the inside. God, you know. I'm telling you, bro, you prefer a certain amount of change. More. You, you prefer a certain amount of change and variety and become dissatisfied when hammed in and restricted and limited. No way. I know, bro. Not only do you pride yourself in being an independent thinker, and you do not accept other statements without satisfactory proof. Satisfactory proof, right? All these things are part of the Barnum effect. Which is why, if you've ever heard of Miss Cleo, if you've ever heard of these fortune tellers, this is what they do when you call into one of those lines. Or if you go to a psychologist who isn't really a good psychologist or a legit psychologist, they're going to begin to point out all these things. In fact, I'll read the last three, just so you guys get an idea, if, I, if, I, if it wasn't clear enough already. The last three examples that you could tell somebody is, at times you have a serious doubts as to whether you have made the right decision or done the right thing. At other times, you are exorbitant, sociable, while at other times, you are introverted, wary, and reserved. While you have some personality weaknesses, you are generally able to compensate for them. So once again, all these and more are examples of the Barnum effect. And I just think it's really weird because you would imagine that most people could immediately spot or see whenever they're being tricked. But it's not always the case, right? I mean, clearly when we see... Like we were mentioning earlier, um, detectives, criminal detectives, 
doing interrogations with potential suspects, they'll apply these facets to kind of give that person a false sense of, I know that you might have not meant to make that crime happen, but if you did, there's probably because of this and this. They're trying to humanize the person, sympathize with right. them too. It's all right. it's all fake. So um, the article we, I read says that um, this Barnum effect shows how easy it is to be fooled by psychics, quack, psychiatric, uh, fake faith healers, and others who use a technique to make people think they really know and understand them when in fact it's just a spiel. A spiel wait, you know? wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. So you're meaning to tell me that when I crack open a fortune cookie and it says that I'm a joy to be around with, that's a Barnum effect? Most definitely not. You are always a pain to be around. So oh, that is a you. lie. A <laughs> flat out thank lie. You. Man, I kind of started believing it a little bit. If you pay $5 a minute, you probably get a more accurate reading. How about that? That's called, <laughs> I'm a, not, I'm, good. That's called the art of a cold reading. So this is what some quote-unquote players, both female and male, do. You know when uh, somebody says they walk into a gentleman's club to get a gentleman's club dance for $20? They'll say, hey, honey, you're a very successful man. I know you can afford more than that. You're like, well, I am a very successful man. You're very right. Here you go, another 50 My boy's not going to eat for the next two weeks anyways, right? This are, is, you say, are you giving examples, uh, life examples? Yeah, yeah, life examples that haven't been lived. I played a lot of GTA back when back in the day. So oh, okay, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's crazy to see the Barnum effect in action. Um, have you ever felt like one of these moments? Like, did you ever take one of those tests when you were in school when they were trying to find out what kind of personality you had? Yeah, I was actually about to mention that. Those uh, you can go online and isn't it like 15? Different personalities or whatever like that. Yeah, I've, I've done that like a long time ago. What do you remember about it? Like how accurate did you feel it was when you first did it? Um, I mean, I felt like very accurate because like it, the questions it was asking like kind of made you like think deep down. But I'm a very contradictory person. So, I mean, it just gave me some weird answers. Yeah. the, the, the It's funny. But it's also scary the fact that somebody can use this to really, like, have a cult following. You know what I'm saying? Can you see? Can you imagine a situation where someone can use these, like, Barnum effects negatively? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to say yes, but at the same time, I kind of want to say no because, like, I'm not, like... I don't know, like, other than, like, you've been saying, like, cult leaders, you know, like, um, like, playing into your personality and saying that I know you, I know how to, I know what you think, and yada, yada, you know, to, like, make you believe what they're saying is, you know, like, they're actually in your head or whatever. That's, like, the only, like, real-world scenario I can think about. I know there's way more scenarios than that, but that's, like, the only one that pops in my head. So... Void is with us on the podcast too. So Void, I want to ask, have you heard of the Barnum effect? No, actually, I have not. So we were just talking about this effect and some some of the listeners might have already heard it, so I'm not going to repeat it for them, but I'm going to mention that I'm, I'm giving you a cold reading. You have a tendency to be very critical of yourself. 
while you have some personality weaknesses, you generally are able to compensate for them. Does that seem pretty accurate? Uh, I would say a one part it would be because when it says, hey, this is it, like this is your reading. I also am like, but I've had moments where opposite of that have come into play. So you are the worst that. patient I've ever had, let me tell you. I'm not here to be analyzed. I'm here to explain my thoughts, right? <laughs> so some people, as you guys are listening, are impervious to the Barnum effect. But in the majority of cases, people fall victim to it because the the readings are meant to be so vague, obviously they can be applied to almost anybody. And the whole idea is that the Barnum effect can be maliciously used, as it has been in the past, by what we were saying, cult leaders, um, magicians, uh, psychics, and of course, fake psychologists, or as people like to call them, quack psychologists. Can you imagine a situation where that has been used on you in the past, like a personality test? Oh, dude, yeah, this podcast, like two minutes ago. Yeah, I, I do pretty good <laughs> so, for that. So I hear a lot of that actually from people that, and this is a bad example, it's like multi MLMs. That's one. Yeah. They try to reach out to you. They try to get personal. They try to get you with something that's kind of like a tune to you. Like, oh, I see you're doing so and so sports, or I, I see your team's doing well. You know what else is going well? And they'll impose something on you by some attribute of your life. And I think that's what you're trying to go with, right? It's a vague attribute that they're trying to use to like su- sucker you in, I guess, is what you're trying to say. Um, and it- I, I, I fear like that's an overwritten rule. Like, there is always an advantage in a conversation and knowing someone, right? It's who you know. That saying is important. Uh, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's important because it, it helps you realize that uh, us humans are social creatures. There's a big aspect of uh, like hacking. It's called social engineering, just specified and derived on how to attack a person as a target uh, through social means, like communication, what they have as posting, because as much as we care to say we're private individuals, that everything we do is the contrary. So anything like that can be used as information for new advanced tactics using this uh, Bronham effect where you're like, I can find something that's your weak point, you know? Uh, so like me being a traditional Latino family member, family's a big deal. So if you're like, hey, trying to properly aggravate me, you're trying to get in my face, you know, you can talk to me about my family. There's up to a point for me, I'm like, yeah, it's family, whatever, you can just run, but you you cross a line that I've set like somewhere in there, boom, I'm suckered into aggravation. And it's uh it's just how skillful a user has that tactic down to make it really comply. Um, again, it's not like you can't brute force your way into something by aggression. There's also other provocations with this way, right? Um say for an example, hey, I'm like, hey, you know what? You guys like Teletubbies, right? And that's like an aggressive move because not everyone likes Teletubbies or knows what the hell that is. But we're like, oh, yeah, but look at him. It's exactly the same colors as Among Us. Boom. Now you tied it to a thought and you're like, okay, maybe this person's right. It's, again, the subtle art of leading you on with that. Yeah, I think it's very interesting to think about those kind of things just because um, not only has it been used in multi-level marketing, but the whole idea is that P.T. Barnum, his famous quote, again, kind of highlights the fact that this whole process of uh, talking to people and analyzing people was created for the sole purpose of making money, right? You don't call somebody a sucker 
just because you want to trick them is usually because you want them to bite and believe something. And in his case, the whole point of his was for him to be able to make money um, by analyzing these people. Again, psychics do that too, right? Like you've lost, I'm sure you loved, a, you lost a loved one. They'll start really vague and, and grandiose and then work their way down to something that feels personal. But there was even like a funny episode of a, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show, Nathan for you. No, 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 nah, man, I'm broke. I don't watch TV. <laughs> so Nathan for you is a show where a comedian pretends to be, you know how like uh, uh hell's kitchen or master chef, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gordon Ramsay goes around. He has a show where he goes around the United States. He goes to failing restaurants and he like looks at all their expiring food and he's like, oh, this is horrible. And he, he like overreacts and then he tries to help them get back on the right track to save their business. So this guy, he's a comedian. And what he does is he goes around to businesses that are not failing at all. And he goes there and just ruins their business by giving them like horrible business advice. Like there's a gasoline station in California. Most of the businesses are in California, if not all of them. But there's this gasoline station in California where he was, uh, for example, they needed to up their sales. So he says, you're going to offer them free gas. And the guy goes, why would I do that? He's like, because anybody and everybody would love free gas. And he goes through this whole elaborate process where in order for them to redeem the free gas coupon, they have to climb up. They have to go up a hill. They have to go to like three different like, you know, hikes and they have to get a piece of each. Like the whole rebate process was like impossible to do. And at the end, the guy was like, we discontinued it. And he's like, well, that was a horrible idea. And it was like the guy's idea. And he was like, anyways, but one of the episodes on top of that was the Barnum effect in like full action. He went to this real estate agent, this woman in L.A., who had trouble competing with other real estate agents. And he says, you know what most real estate, you know what all real estate agents do? She says, no. He says, they sell houses. She goes, yeah, that's what we do. And he goes, but you know what they can't do? They can't guarantee that the house is not haunted. And she looks at him and goes, wow, that's, uh, that's true. So in order to make sure that a house wasn't haunted, he hired this guy out of Fresno, California to go out there who was like an exorcist, a deep discount exorcist. And he would go, what I do in my spare time, (laughs) he would go around all these houses, these brand new houses. And he would say, this house is clear. And the moment he saw a house that was worth more than like half a million dollars or above, he would go to the living room. He would go into the bedroom where it was the master bedroom. He would say, here, I feel really bad energies here. And he would always point out like the places where there was like obvious fights. You know, like there was a fight here. I think someone got injured. I'm like, dude, it was so obvious. And the lady was like, oh my God, what can I do? And he's like, well, we'll have to, you know, I didn't, I didn't put that into the estimate because this is a really strong demon. And he begins to name these like crazy things that don't even exist. And the lady was so like brought into it. You can see like the main comedian was like trying to go along with it. But it was so obvious that he knew that it was all fake. That it was just funny to watch it happen. How she was started crying and she felt like there was really a monster. Don't you feel that presence? And she's like, I don't feel anything. Then he puts his hands on her forehead and starts to squeeze her head. He's like, do you feel that? And she's like, oh my God. And he's like, that's a demon. <laughs> and it's a funny show, but I'm like, dude, this is how easy somebody can get convinced that like something's happening. I feel like this goes two levels of using that, right? You can abuse it and do like those sham readings, like, oh, I'm in the same room with you. Do I feel up? Uh, you know, that's it's a very like shotgun approach to that. 
And then there's the masterful, tactful theme where you could run a cult and a religion, uh, donate money. But my favorite example of it this year is I blow the wind of COVID, the wind of God on you. That is like S tier level right and right. If you believe that some dude is blowing on you, and blow, by the way, that's how COVID transmits. And blows it away from <laughs> he gets them infected with COVID, so they're no longer like they're immune to it at I, that point. I think you're getting your tactics wrong <laughs> because you're gonna have one or two things COVID, and you're done with that. And two, less money than when you started with. So, um, I fear, I feel like if you use a scientific method, you should eliminate yeah. a lot of those issues, right? Yeah. One, what's the theory? If the dude says he could blow on me and I can get COVID, and get rid of it. Perfect. <laughs> I want proof, though, right? That's what elevates proof or that's what elevates theories to facts you want the proof right it's like all right i want 100 people to go in there first get the wind of god in them come back out i want 100 tests back and i want 100 aoks <laughs> all right if even one comes out boom either this dude's a sham or god's not real and i'm not messing with god so this dude's a sham <laughs> easy enough to you know simplify it of course my thing is, how much effort do I want to do on it, right? Like, you know, general consensus. If everyone's already saying it's wrong, it's wrong. And I feel like that is a bigger scale of the better effect, right? Because how many people would believe the world is flat now? Yeah, that's and I true. Feel like that's true. Just having one ounce of certainty from someone else, uh, something else proves it. And that's not how, if you are letting that, like, lead any of your, of your methods, that's why this effect is so powerful. Because you allow others to convince you. When if you could just focus on what you really want to know, and if it circles those, you know, the bubbles for you, you're like, okay, this is true for me. Doesn't mean it's true for everyone, right? There's the truth, there's nothing but the truth, and then the absolute truth, right? The truth is, I, I could care or not. But like, yeah, I could just say one, two thing, boom. It's not the absolute truth. It's not the, nothing but the truth, because the but the truth is, it matters to someone else. They care enough to do the research. And the absolute truth is, it's this facts, take it or leave it. So, so it, I feel like there's biases in everything we're told, and those biases is what they play off of. That's true. So you just got to watch out for that. I think it's very interesting when you think about the fact since 1949, uh, Dr. Forer, a um, psychologist for um, a couple institutions, I think he bounced around a little bit, but he wrote a book called The Journal of Abnormal and Social Psychology. Interestingly enough, they've been including the Barnum effect into psychological courses for almost all um, psychological degrees, right? Whether you're going to be a, um, a psychologist at a school, psychologist in a prison, you have to take these introduction courses, and this is always included into it. The thing that people don't notice is that even though this pops up from time to time into like the social consciousness, like in, on the news, and um, you know, even like in headlines that we read as we're going through social media or something, it pops up, but yet people tend to forget how many different ways you can apply this Barnum effect. Cause you can even apply it as far as you said, like those faith healers is one of them, but then closer to that is motivational speakers. There was a guy, uh, what is it? Teddy Cruz. What was his name? Something Cruz, Tiago Cruz or something like that. Who was like, I read a book a day and that's how I made my millions. And everyone was like, mm, I don't know, man. Maybe you do read a book a day, but that doesn't equal immediately that you're going to make a million. But he had this way of making very vague statements like, you are a winner, aren't you? You are the alpha. 
you can become the best ever. You just need to put enough effort into it. Wake up at three in the morning. He'd make all these things which do equal to better, more, um, a, a more uh, oriented, goal-oriented person. But that those alone don't do it for you. And one of the things, like, to be a winner, you have to buy this course, which I'm not selling you the course. I'm selling you the ability to lead yourself. And I'm like, bro, that's the same thing, bro. He's just, like, changing the words up. Sounds like your thesis statement, dude. <laughs> if you're going to throw in a theory, I need some proof first. It's just um, a game theory. Yeah. That's all it is. Listen, man. I think whatever you put something into is effort, and that results in you know effectiveness. Right? Yeah, yeah. But that does not mean all effort's the same. So the effort of him trying to sell, yeah, he's going to be making money. Do you effort, me as a user or consumer, using his product to learn and be just like him? That's not going to fly. Because not everyone's success is the same. That's true. So if you're going to believe the story, that's your own fault. Again, that's that Barnum effect really taking hold of you. But again, that, ooh, that's your own deal. I was just mentioning the fact that motivational speakers are another, another way of almost experiencing a pyramid scheme. Because the, most, the more people want to hear this motivational speaker, they'll pay into it. And the only person who's really making money and living the life as they say they are it's the guy on top who's the motivational speaker. I was the guy, the leader of Herbalife. That guy's making millions and he's taking pictures of him and his yachts. are like, I can do it. But no, you can't. Okay. Yeah. My thing is, uh, if we go back down to it is, if there's always going to be a lead somewhere, right? So people are going to be influenced by that. And I understand why the Barnum effect is so appealing because of that. But I, again, it, it goes back down to what you believe, right? If you believe Elon Musk is a cult leader, I can tell you, damn right, he has the following. He has. <laughs> you leave daddy. You Elon leave him alone. alone. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You call him out there, Pappy Elon, and I'm like, listen, Elon's a good dude, but he I, wants I, to make cat women a reality. Him. You leave that man alone, all right? Yeah, like, it's, it, here's my thing. If you can't joke about it, you're too serious. There's something <laughs> like, I love Apple and I hate Apple at the same time. I love Apple for their product placement and for the way they treat people. Because honestly, you want a stupid phone that costs you money? Buy a stupid phone that works, though. That's Apple. You can buy stupid phones that cost more money and don't. That's a bad product. Apple's got the right medium of everything. Again, they have cult followers. Don't don't even look at me. I'm a razor boy. Like, there's so many things you can follow. But the thing is, I feel like that faith still has to be on the basis of something. So. If you, if your basis, whatever it seems like, if you're like, I'm following this cult because they, you know, flat earthers, my favorite people. Why? They completely throw everything a mathematical scientist has thrown for them for thousands of years. And they are Space still is fake. Plant-based you know only. Because their biggest faith and belief is my eyes don't see it. Cool. I know better because I'm a relative scientist and I know some math. But if I didn't know all of that stuff, me being the careful person and someone told me can your eyes see it can you believe it okay i do have faith in my eyes i that's the basis as why i would trust that information so yeah i understand the barn effect can be used to motivate people in good or bad ways i can see why that tool it's a tool is used in both mlm and public speaking because honestly if we all spoke and no one gave a damn we, we would be not if we didn't have an interest which is a barnum effect at its bare minimum and most efficient use, we wouldn't be listening. Simple, right? Like, you wouldn't be tuning into this podcast because we're great-looking guys. You're not here looking Although at we are great-looking guys. Listen. That's not the point, but, I mean, we are. My, my, my biggest thing is you're listening to us because there's an interest there. 
Now, some other interest in how good looking we are. But I'm telling you, it's because on the basis that you believe that we're actually something decent to listen to. That compare and contrast, I can tool that to every way. Mainly because, I, again, the reason the, the, the Barnum effect doesn't work for me, I'm a logical person. I try to see how things fit, even if it's completely irrelevant. Sometimes that's all you need to throw that 100% certain down to a 99% certain. And that throws everything out to me. I like having uncertainty in life to have a balance. So if you are someone that's like a wants to be a hard moderate like me that doesn't want to believe too much on either policy, like this is good, this is bad, or hey, you're wrong, I'm right. What about Old QAnon? What about who? What about QAnon? I, I don't know who QAnon is. I'm going to quote my favorite president. I don't know who the hell Q, QAnon is. <laughs> and then talk about them for the next hour. Um, my thing is, again... I think he's he's oh he's perfect actually he's the best of both worlds he is a leader <laughs> and he's he's totally calling us for that because i don't know anyone who could be so certain about what he says he is selling his image hands out his image all right all right let's not get into politics i will i was only bringing it up today because not only is it more prevalent in our society nowadays at marketing and that's all the burnout effects is really tool for right well I'll, I'll let you know the reason i even brought it up into today's podcast, not only because I thought it was a very interesting subject, but because I don't know how many people you guys are uh, following or follow you, but I've come to notice there's a huge uptick in MLM or as they call it, um, media partners, where it's really popping up. There's a couple companies like Monet, which means mother nature. Uh, They sell like hair products right like shampoos and stuff like that there was bang energy drink which originally started as an mlm and now has spawned off to its own little thing but there's all these companies that are popping up because of the simplicity of many people okay one thing should be noted before i continue with this description the easiest way to fall into an mlm is one not doing enough research in other words not being skeptical enough and two being desperate enough. And in a situation where most people are between, a lot of younger generations are coming into a situation where they're not able to find work at their age to be able to pay for basic necessities and having a phone on in in the palm of their hands where they're seeing people with extravagant lifestyles and they're promised, if you want, you can make your own schedule. You can work 20 hours a week or less and make thousands of dollars right from your phone. That's the start of a Barnum Effect MLM situation. And I've seen that popped up in so many places, right? And it's the uptick of it that made me even research this in the first place. So that's the reason I wanted to bring this up. I want to see if you guys have heard of other situations. I'm sure the most famous ones are obviously Herbalife, Primerica. You know, there's all these companies that have been around. Some of them are gone now. But there's one way to avoid all Barnum Effect-like situations because again the Barnum effect was created so you could make money off of people that can be fooled easily so what do you guys think and let's start with demonic real quick have you seen these have you seen an uptick or maybe you don't even notice it because you're so busy you know you're actually living life by actually working and doing things that you need to do so you're maybe you're not stuck there I am one of those people that I actually like dip my feet in both sides well other than you know like the constant like herbal life and people wanting to sell you a pyramid scheme, you know, that's pretty much like the only, um, uh, how would I say it? That's like, 
as much as extent to all this has gone gotten to me you know i mean i guess you can say you know like um like that whole like quote-unquote advertisement for like bang energy which i don't drink <laughs> you know it's monster all the way you know but like even them in a certain way I, I guess they would do the same thing too you know because like they do like a bunch of advertisement you know like they sponsor trophy truck drivers in the baja 1000 you know they sponsor drift car drivers you but know? that's not as bad i mean herbalife when you try to buy protein from them like okay we'll sell you the protein but you know what man why don't you become a partner, man? Not only can you sell protein, but I'll give you a ten percent discount. Only two hundred dollars, man. Right. You know what's the difference between that up, and if you monster? Sign up somebody, you know, you make them money, and then you're also making me money, and then I'm making the person on top of me money. All you gotta do is sign up you six know. people a day, and you're making two hundred dollars. And they're each paying six hundred dollars to get into the club, and you're getting one hundred and fifty for all six. And so, I like how easy, like, because I've I've been involved when they like, you know, when they come and talk to you. Like, I love how easy they make it seem. You know, they're like, oh, you know, it's just three people a day, six people a day. He's like, you can be, you can be, um, you can be sitting down in your house, you know, like playing your Xbox. You never have to lift a finger. All you gotta do is, you know, recruit these six people a day. You know, and you can be living the life and all this and all that. There was actually this, um, my friend actually was, uh, he invited me to like one of these meetings where it was by this company called verb i don't know if you've seen it oh but it's like yeah a, dude yeah that's so a big like, one we, yeah i went there you know and like uh they were they had the, like little testimony things and all that and then they also invited like one of this big one of these like he's like a kid right i think i was older than him at the time but he shows up like in a um in a in a Mercedes or BMW, you know, sponsored by Verb, you know, and he's like, oh, you know, like you guys can do this right here too. And we have all these meetings in Las Vegas and you guys can show up, but you got to do this and that and that, you know, and at the time I can see how, you know, like somebody um, desperate enough for like, like money and attention and that quick fix, you know, would like fall into it. But I was just that person, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm that person and be like, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to sell like you know, memberships, like three people a day, six people a day. I'm like, I don't even know more than six people, <laughs> you know? So how am I supposed to do this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean, the other than fees you know, and everything too. Yeah. Other than these little basic things like that, you know, and, um, other than, um, my cult that I follow, which is, you know, daddy Elon, um, <laughs> no, I don't know anything else about this. So I saw a void, Mr. Philip. The Franco over here sitting in the corner making faces. So I'm sure you have you had those experiences because I'm sure in our community we've seen those a lot more. Oh, I was just making faces to see if you guys would break character. Um, that's hmm, that's interesting. You never encountered them because I've seen them all over this place. Yeah, now. I I stay away from stuff like that. Like if you come up to me online, like yo, bro, I got something for you, deuces. Like, honestly, <laughs> I got the time. Like, if it's my friend who's building a legitimate platform, a business, on their own, and they're like, hey, man, I have this website. Check it out whenever you can. What if they're it building be... their own Herbalife competitor, their own MLM? Listen, man, if he's at the top of the pyramid and he's building it, all right, I'll support him. Man. I'll be the top. Right <laughs> you want to be on the top, all right? Yeah, you you want to be on the top. You don't want to be at the you bottom. Wanna... Of this. That's you right, right, right. One person on top of you, not like millions. Yeah, if it's right? the, oh, I know the VP. Don't worry. We good. We sweat. We, 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 we tight, bro. Don't worry. But like we're not making Herbalife, we're making life herbs. It doesn't matter. Even if it's Yerba Buena, I don't care. Like it needs to be something I would say more personal, right? Small business. Yeah, if you want to say MLM, I'm a small business. You're not. 
you're a conglomerate <laughs> and you aren't even the owner. So don't even step at me like that, bro. Because I think it's more of a, like you said, the mindset is like, I'm, I, I'm doing this. No, you're not. There's hundreds of you doing this. And if you think about it, unless everyone on the world decides to have <laughs> 200 bucks cash to join, all of a sudden, ain't going nowhere. I'm going to tell you this just, right now. For anyone who's listening to the podcast and you feel lonely, like no one calls you, no one talks to you, no one makes any communication with you. I'm sorry do you feel that way. But if you are one of those people, put in a request. I want to know more about Herbalife. And they will not stop bothering you <laughs> for like years to come. They will call you. They will text you. They will email you. Google uh, Scientology and, you know, oh. then you'll have them at your door too. Oh, or worry, that. They'll find you. They'll find you. They'll find you, man. They'll give you all the psychology just, lessons. Just because I said Scientology right now, expect the pamphlet in your mail. I, I expect <laughs> Tom Cruise at your door right now. Oh, well, then again, we should he's all want to be Scientology. TV, so, you know, he's kind of there. <laughs> he's already in your screen. Oh, no. So, so like I said, it, it, back to my, my – I'm going to finalize what I said. It, again, it depends on – the availability you said that there's so many features that they provide like oh hey you can work from home any schedule you want all you have to work is how hard you want to make money worth i'm like okay cool but like i can do that at work if i don't want to be employed i could be unemployed i can always open up a second business you guys the effort you spend on an mlm to make that kind of money it's not that hard yes yeah, that's true make your own business you make more than 300 bucks a day i promise you so if you think of anything literally anything and you can make it a product, you could probably make it for a lot more than 300 bucks a day. And you if can hit up really Void grind. at Pref and Ref Podcast. If you have some of these ideas, he can help you get your business started. Um, you have a great <laughs> need for other people to be and to be liked by others. Um, he will help you. He is the man. We call him P.T. Barnum for a reason. Isn't that right? It's, it's a vice P.T. Barnum. Oh, that's right. That's right. How could I ever say? I'm so sorry. You know, I, I have a tendency to be critical of myself. Yes. <laughs> And those are also good lines if you guys ever want to do an interview. Take a bunch of the Barnum Effect lines, and you'll see how vanilla you come across. Like, how do you feel with with, uh, leadership? I feel leadership is needed, but often not used correctly. Like, okay. Do you criticize leadership? I believe everyone criticizes themselves equally. Like, okay. That's one of those, like, Keanu, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves lines. Have you ever heard him on interviews? He has like the Barnum effect on deck, dude. And he's the most likable Hollywood star. They asked, uh, the one of the famous ones was when Jimmy Kimmel asked him, what do you think happens to people when they die? Where do you think they go? Do you remember that quote? No? No. Keanu Reeves got like so many muffin and brownie points for this. He looks at him, looks at the crowd and goes, I believe when you die, your loved ones will miss you dearly. That's all he said. And it was such a like... <laughs> It was such a moment. Everyone's like, oh, you see the crowd melt for him. And even Jimmy Kimmel was like, wow, that's like so profound. I'm like, this guy has either he has an entire factory dedicated to making fortune cookies or this guy is what the fortune cookie company comes to look for. Like, oh, no, he's my cult leader now. I'm yeah. telling you, <laughs> there's even a cult of Keanu, dude. Like, it's a real thing. But it's just funny because, man, plain Jane. So let me add this point here. Uh, the moral of the Barnum demonstration that we talked about today is self-validation is no validation think about that i'm not going to give you the answer to that just think about it and i can add to this don't be fooled by psychics quack psychiatrists 
or phony faith healers, as well as MLMs. Okay? They are tricking you. The one thing you should always keep in mind when dealing with this kind of situation is just what Void and we've been talking about. Be skeptical and ask for proof. Keep your money in your wallet, your wallet in your pocket, and your hand on your wallet. Because at the end of the day, all these places, all these things want to do is make money from you. There is no benefit to you in those situations. There is a lot of benefit in self-evaluation. There's a lot of benefit in self-meditation. There's a lot of things you can do to better your life. And if you guys are listening, is because either you guys are fans of us and you should always donate if that's the case. But no, if you really want to do something for yourself, think about and meditate in yourself. Okay? Don't spend money on these people unless it's our podcast. And definitely spend money. Our merch is going to be in the link below. And our fans-only accounts also. Um, fans only. It's only friends, not only fans. Only friends is much cheaper than only fans, and only fans takes a much higher percentage of our paycheck. So, only friends is where you should really look for us. You know where to look for us. Oh, okay. Here's a tip on only fans. Oh, completely legal. Relax. Oh, um, God, what I, I, I didn't know <laughs> this guy's periscope account to how much you can donate in a day. There technically isn't. They're trying to set one up, right? No, they did. They ended up setting it one at like $2,000. He's like, dude, I should know. I hit that bar pretty quick no, no, I, I <laughs> on the second day of the month. I read a long time ago, but I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know if when Pokemon first did OnlyFans, for like the first <laughs> week or two, there, some dude was like, here, I'm going to keep donating, get, you know, catch uh, my attention kind of deal. I hope and we never become big enough for her to like, be pissed at us for this And episode. then he tried to bring it back. And then... Only fans is like, dude, we don't do returns. Like, if she took the money, she took the money. And he's like, dude, I put like so many zeros and blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. I get it. So that I was like, you would think for every post, you would be like, here's the limit. Right? If there's tears to it, there should also be a limit to it. Let but, me just say, if you like feet pictures, you have to stop eating your toothpaste. You really have to stop doing that <laughs> because that's where the idea of liking feet comes from. It should be pretty obvious, I think, at this point. That's so a good quote. Sure I, I like. I like other issue. Go call the CDC, please. I mean, some people still use those Barney toothpaste. I mean, they taste pretty good from what I remember. But that's as far as I remember. Probably some brain damage, but you know, yeah, like, I never got those lead-free toothpaste. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I mean, that that's all I have. Did you guys want to close up with any any ideas, any comments? Mm, other than subscribing to our, you know like what's it called barnum effect stuff you know our pyramid schemes you know <laughs> nah pretty good you know donate as much as you want like we need a new studio we're trying to build a new studio you know in the middle of nowhere so it can be undisclosed you know so like if all of you guys just like and i'm not asking for a lot you know if all you guys just <laughs> donate like two thousand dollars each you know you can make our dreams come true and we'll be able to do podcasts instead of, you know, once every three months. We can do it like once every week, like how we used to do. We're going back to that for sure. But I just wanted to wait until we had some good stuff. And I think we have a good, I have a good collection of psychological and uh, philosophical things I want to cover. I'm glad that we made a comeback with the Barnum effect because I'm sure a lot of people, once they've heard about this or learn about what this is, you guys will be able to spot it a lot easier, I hope. And don't eat your toothpaste, please. Like, stop with the feet. It's weird. But what if what if it's good toothpaste? What if it's edible toothpaste? You do know they make like edible toothpaste. It, it means you're gonna end up working at Foot Locker, and you're gonna end up having trouble there because it's gonna make you like 
not a normal person. So, so what you're trying to say is for our listeners that work at Foot Locker, you know, stop eating the fluoride in the toothpaste. Just stop eating the toothpaste in general. No, you might be uh, eligible for a settable. settable, settable <laughs> that's what we're saying. That's what, see, that's what gets us in trouble. Being too specific. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> before we, uh, you know, time off, I want to let you guys know, vote as much as possible. You guys, I don't care what you vote for, as long as you go do the damn thing that, you know, you're entitled to do as a citizen, you know, jury duty shit, go do it. I mean, vote.org, go find how to do it online, how to do it, register your melon, send it in, do the election day if you need to, be safe out there, COVID's still a thing, and uh, may the best man win. Maybe the I don't know, it feels like it's pretty uh, panicky, 100 days out there. Yeah. I want you guys to at least try to do your civic duty. I know we all got if we had to go to the draft meeting. So they got if this is easy. Well uh <laughs> We had a technical difficulty on my side. But anyways, okay guys, have a great one and until the next episode. Signing off, this is Z. See you guys, demonic. And this is our boy. Thanks for having us guys. See you later guys. <laughs>